Manimal here. It is Thursday, August 31st, the last day of August. And today on Texas Rangers with the boys, we update those AL West standings. And then we go off the cuff talking Rangers baseball. We also include the last couple of nights box score. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. I'm Glenn Otto, and you're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kevin, a.k.a. YBK Kevin Frazier. You can find me on the socials at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. You can also find Texas Rangers with the boys on social media at TXRangersWTB. And find us on our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. Word one. Word. One, word. one word. One word. One word. One word. Well, obviously, it's all one word. Um, and joining me, my co-host, the man with the beard that never ends, the co-host with the most, the world traveler that he is, the originator and adder two of the splash pile, the 300-pound animal, a.k.a. Bull, how you doing, buddy? And where can they find you on the media that is social? Well, I'm uh, I'm doing pretty good. About to get in a car and head out to Phoenix, Arizona, for a baseball game. Uh, these this weekend we're going to do Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But uh, Phoenix is a long ways away, so we have to leave a little bit early to get there. You know, uh, yeah. but but we're going to head out that way to today. Hopefully Friday we'll be in Phoenix to watch uh, um, Arizona and Baltimore. Saturday we're going to be down in San Diego to watch uh, San Diego, San Francisco. And then Sunday at Dodger Stadium we're going to take in Atlanta, Los Angeles. So that could be a NLCS uh, um, preview right there. And then, uh, and then Monday on Labor Day we're going to we're going to be at the Big A, where me and Kev tried to go to that stadium one mm. time, but they wouldn't let us buy a ticket because the game was almost over. Mm. Such a shame. Such uh. a shame. Um, well, speaking of games. Well, I got to oh, oh, tell them about social. the social. Yeah, 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 yeah. It always happens. I always do that. Yeah, yeah. So real quick, before we start, Manimal uh, Bull on Twitter, Manimal 300 on Instagram, and Bull Pro on both. Uh, Facebook and TikTok. So whatever your favorite uh, platform of the social medias are, find me on there and we'll start talking about these Rangers. Well, speaking of talking about these Rangers, um, Rangers lose, uh, Astros and Seattle win. And uh, is this is this our first one or is this the second one? Yes, I think it's number two. Okay. So, you know, okay. I mean, it happens. Uh, um, We're on a streak now. Hey, before we talk about uh, um, the the a-, a Astros and all that, did you see the other night the, those fans attack Altuve, but like really innocently? No, I did not. That sounds well, Altuve is just like hanging out in the outfield. Next thing you know, like, oh yeah, I bunch did of people down there like yeah, giving him big hugs and stuff. Uh-huh. Kind of kind of crazy. It was a weird situation. I didn't I didn't know if you saw that or not. I. I, I, I wanted to make sure we talked about that though, because it's so weird. Well, it is weird to just like act like you like somebody and then turn right around and and attack them. Uh, yeah. Weird, yeah, definitely weird. 
Uh, well, hopefully Altuve's okay. I'm sure he is, but we didn't. No, see no, no. Acuna. Uh, I'm sorry. Did we say Altuve? You said Altuve. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm that's what threw me off because it was yeah. Acuna. I'm sorry. I, I don't know why. I guess because we were talking about Houston, I had Altuve, but I was looking at Acuna in my head and it, uh, saying Altuve. So I apologize about that. I meant Acuna. Uh, Altuve, it would have happened to Altuve. Like They probably would have accidentally smashed him because he's so small, you know? Yeah, or, you know, because people hate him but like uh you know i'm surprised old ron wash didn't you know pull out his butterfly knife and oh yeah yeah or uh, like light a cool and stick it out in their eye yeah something you know <laughs> something like that i don't know why i feel like that would be ron wash but i feel like it would you know i feel like you're not wrong like i feel like yeah he probably has a like a shank on him most of the time sure like he has all that stuff in his pockets you know all the time, so you never know. But uh, well, well, we're we're glad nothing, nothing came of it. Um, so, are you ready to talk about it? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, we got to, right? Yeah, it's the elephant in the room. Yeah, yeah. So, two game streak for the the boys that we are not. Um. We're not in first place. You know, if we'd have done a show last night, we would have been in first place again. We should have. We should have just for the sake of our first place. But yeah, it's no, it's no big deal. I mean, like, there's still a lot of baseball left. Uh, We talked about maybe the positives of it, like being a little higher on the waiver wire line that might help a little bit. Uh, You know, and and things are still good. They're still in a playoff position, Mm -hmm. and you know, like. It's it's not like uh, you know they're going to get the winner of the AL West in the first round of the playoffs if it kind of ends the way that it was ending right now. So it would be mm. them in Seattle right now, and I don't hate that. I mean, no. I might after they play them seven times at the end of the season, but you know, as of right now, I mean, you know, I, mean, I don't I don't hate their their positioning right now. Like, I mean, if you're <laughs> going to take a positive away from it, they're still. Two and a half games ahead of Toronto. And, I mean, Toronto picked up a game today. So, I mean, they were three and a half up. So, you know, th- there's still a lot of positive on this uh, range about this Rangers club. And I don't think that they're, you know, it's definitely not time to hit the panic button because no. there's a lot of baseball left to play. And, and you know, like, again, I, I feel like you see, like, every night, like, signs of the Rangers coming out of this. And then, like, later in the game, you'll see signs of them, like, still – kind of being hit by it you know but Mm -hmm. i mean they took two or three in new york i mean you can't ask for more than that i mean you could ask for more than that of course but but like that's the name of the game is trying to win series and in in a in a a stretch of games where they hadn't won series you know like it's still it's still take away you know you still take away a w out of this and and, uh, you know, they're coming home. They've got uh, head-to-heads with the Astros coming up over, you know, starting Labor Day. And if everything works out right on Wednesday in that series, you'll see Justin Verlander versus Max Scherzer. So that'll be, you know, that'll be interesting. Uh, um, Scherzer's in New York last week uh, debunking all the stuff that Verlander had said the week prior about uh, the Mets and then, you know, so now you got maybe just building some some animosity or building that heat that we like to call yeah. it in pro yeah. wrestling. And, you know, so I don't know. I mean, who, who knows? But uh, 
there's a lot of baseball left to play. And like we said, you know, seven of their last 10 are against the Angels and they got three against the, I mean, I'm sorry, the Mariners and they got three against the Angels in between that. And, you know, they got Toronto, like we said last, you know, the, so there's, there's games that, you know, they got to win and, and, and to help their case to stay in this playoff hunt. But, you know, if they're, if they're going to, if they're going to do it, they're going to do it. And they're, they're in a good spot to do it. Yeah. And, and, you know, um, let's, let's, talk a little bit about Bruce Bochy's uh, track record here, winning World Series. Um, in 2010, those San Francisco Giants were first place in the division with a 92-70 and 70 record. Rangers could finish first place in 92-70. and 70. Uh, In 2012, his team finished first at 94-68. and 68. Definitely could happen as well, but in 2014, most recently, they finished second at eighty-eight and seventy-four, mm-hmm. and they still won the they still won the World Series. So when you're talking about Bruce Bochy and his ability to not panic, his ability to handle himself in the playoffs, uh, and again, you know, it's not like these were like world beaters, you know, best team in the league, best record in the league teams either. They 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 won their division a couple of but times. They but they had, you know, what they had. They always had starting pitching. Mm-hmm. And they were always able to shut things down in the, the late innings. And mm-hmm. that's the thing that the, the Rangers kind of got to get to a point uh, where they're shutting things down in the late innings again. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I think that the Rangers are, are really, you know, that's that big thing. That's that, that big elephant in the room right now mm-hmm. is that who's going to shut these games down and you're not getting great pitching performances from really anybody. And, and you can't, I mean, like, Honestly, this week, like the best bullpen hand that they've had is Martin Perez, and that's, you know, I mean, that's just another starter. Now, what are you, <laughs> you going to put in the like bullpen? You know, another guy from the starting rotation that goes back there. And now, I mean, but they've asked quite a bit from him this week, and he's delivered, in, in all cases, and you know, he's put them in positions to win ball games this week, and they won one of them, and they didn't win the other one, but you know, I mean. It's part of it. You know, you think you're going to your hot hand and, and then that guy gets blown up a little bit and you're, you're, you're left shaking your head going, who do I go to now? And I mean, a week ago, Will Smith couldn't get anybody out. And now he's, you know, gotten what he's went two and a third these last cut or two and two thirds these last couple of nights and, and gotten eight outs. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's who's hot right now. And, you know, like, I mean, Bochi wasn't going to go to Will Smith tonight, probably because of the sense that he felt like, oh, I went to him last night, asked for, asked him to get outs last night, and you know, and then Leclerc gives up the two-run homer, and and he's got to go to to Will Smith, and then Will Smith is good again for for whatever. What I mean, an inning and two thirds, and kept him in the ball game, and uh, you know, went to Chapman, and things didn't go well for Chapman. It just everything just. It, whatever could go wrong has gone wrong in that bullpen. Um, but they did take a couple of games Monday and Tuesday. The bullpen wasn't bad at all. And they, you know, kind of kept a minute and then, you know, uh, so it just, well, let, let's, let's, let's jump in and say, so six blown saves out of nine out of the last nine. So that tells you that the team has been ahead in positions to win games, to win right? these games in, in nine They've been, they've been, okay, they've been in a position to win all nine of those games. 
Well, no, it, <laughs> or, uh, or they blew multiple saves in a couple of those things. Okay, so they, but I mean, the they point is, is the Rangers aren't the Rangers. If you're in a save situation, you have a chance to win the game. Right, absolutely, and I yep. mean, and they uh, they had chances to win pretty much. I think all but two of those games, and like we said, the one game where they got blown out. Uh, you know. Going back to Perez, one more inning kind of ended up getting them in a bad way, and and Anderson couldn't get anybody out, and you know, so like I mean that that was kind of like a game that they were in it, they were in it, they were in it until they weren't, you know. So I mean, like everything they've been kind of around most of these games is just you know putting them away and winning. I mean, last night's a prime example of that. They should have won last night's game, and it shouldn't have been a big deal, but you know, DJ Stewart got them in the eighth, and then. Uh, Chapman couldn't find the strike zone in the tenth. Well, and and we'll we'll cover that game in a second. But let's switch gears and talk a little bit about the upcoming. Basically, today, uh, a lot of these players are going to be put on waivers. Yeah. Well, they've or already the, been put on waivers, right? Well, like, so, so yeah. What, gonna, what happens on. is then, like two days after, because I don't know if you've noticed, but like Carrasco was up in the bullpen tonight for the Mets and. And the kid from the Yankees, uh, uh, Bader, and those guys, they're still playing baseball. It's just they're on waivers right now. And if anybody claims them, then uh, then they can the that team will pick up the rest of their contract and then they'll leave they'll leave then. Um, it's it's not like a, it's not like being DFA'd or anything like that where you're uh, you know you're off the team right there or whatever. It's more like, we're waiting to see if anybody else can use you a little bit more, and then that team will pick up the rest of your contract. We don't want to pay you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's basically a salary dump for, like, in the in the Angels' case, by them putting most of those guys on there, it's like a salary dump for, hey, we tried, and it didn't go good. So anybody yeah. else want this? Yeah. You know, like, and that's kind of like, that's kind of what it is for the Angels. And they have a couple of guys on that list that uh, I would be completely interested in having on this thing okay. uh, in that bullpen because I think that um, I think Matt Moore could help this team and I think Ronaldo Lopez could help this thing for sure. Um, I can't imagine in a million years that Lucas Giolito is still there. I really can't even imagine Moore or Lopez get making it through. Um, there's a lot of teams in front of the Rangers that are in playoff contention that are in the same situation that the Rangers are in and have rough bullpens or need a starter or whatever. But, you know, there's arms out there. I just don't know if any of them outside of maybe Matt Moore and Ronaldo Lopez can help. Uh, I don't know if Carlos Carrasco helps this thing. Uh, uh, I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't know if that's going to be the case. Uh, and I don't know if they're looking for an outfielder, and I don't know, you know, I mean, I don't hate Hunter Rumfro, but again, you know, he, I don't know. I just don't know if he's going to be a piece that you bring in here and, and drop a guy off the roster and, and shake up your shake up your rotation for. Uh, I really don't know. And But I think, in my opinion, I would say Matt Moore and both Ronaldo Lopez if they're there or if they make it to you on the waiver wire, you've got to at least explore the options of taking one of those guys. Yeah. I, I, you know how I feel about Matt Moore, right? I, I thought we should have. Yeah. <laughs> I've already beat that drum. So I'll take yeah. Matt Moore 
in a heartbeat because, and, you know, we talked about, like, core and stuff. I mean, he's a guy that has experience with this team and has a little bit of a, like, a connection here with the front office. I, I think I think Matt Moore would be a great move. I'll take another uh, bullpen arm, a uh, couple of bullpen arms. And and I'm I'm a little less indifferent on Renfro. I, I think he would be a big help. And the reason I say that is because you do have a couple of banged up bats in the lineup. Of course, the sooner we can get Josh Young back, the better. But we also saw how, you know, Jonah Heim struggled a little bit coming back, getting his timing back. And hopefully he starts to come around. But, you know, those two guys are banged up and, and they may not quite be the player that they've been all year uh, going down the stretch. And I think a little pop in that lineup wouldn't hurt. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing him here for the half season. I know we, we lose somebody we love, but again, you know, like this is, this is, this is, this is the time to do it. And if there's anybody I think that can pull a team together and, and bring some new players in, get them integrated and get them effective right away, uh, it's Bochi because everybody that we've brought in so far, um, you know, so far they, they've all integrated really well into this team and, and I think the Rangers have done a great job all year long of, of managing this roster. Uh, and we need help in the bullpen. I mean, like, I, I don't care about the outfielder as much as I do the bullpen, but I'd like to see it all. And you know me, like, I started to kind of ramble for a second, but you know me, I've kind of been against getting a corner outfielder, wanting to see what we have uh, in the players that we've got. But right now, it's kind of – right now, I think, is the perfect time to add a rent a, to add a rental player that can – get get that extra push as the season goes along um speaking of outfielders uh evan carter is uh making some waves down there in triple a yeah uh yesterday not yesterday was it uh, uh tuesday night on his uh 21st birthday he made his triple a debut uh just casually went four for six <laughs> uh, casual four for six and and honestly, the strikeout he had, I mean, pretty good eye on his part. Uh, I think the ball might have been in the strike zone, but it was a it was a gutsy take by a 21 year old kid playing three years above, below his or above his uh, age range. Yeah, so he, he's, Carter, man. I like it. I like it. I hope he's he's there to help them on this playoff push that they've got going, and then and, and you kind of want to find out what kind of what kind of dog this kid is. And, and I think as you watch him and as we continue to watch him, he's like proven every time out that like, whatever the, the task may be, I'm ready for it. And mm-hmm. I mean, I think, you know, I, I think this guy is going to be, uh, you know, what, a really good possibly center fielder, but I really think he's going to move off on the, into left field and really have a, a good long career out there. Hmm. Mm. Well, I think the Rangers could use him uh, in left field for sure. So uh, we're, we're happy to see that in, you know, up and coming player and uh, you know, someone who's been up and coming over the last year in Texas um, is going to be the main October on October 6th at the Ridgely theater. Be locked in a cage. That's a big demo. Yeah. That's big demo. Locked in a cage. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited for him because, He's really he's really worked hard this last year and learning who he is and learning and learning this pro wrestling business and not just like you know how important it is to not only be a good athlete and wrestler but like to learn the business aspect of it and learn how to make money. 
And that's not even more just than just what he's been doing as a, as a, as a, a headlining performer, just that he's learned those other hard parts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so I'm proud of him. Win, lose, or draw on October 6th at the Ridgely Theater against Brent McKenzie. I'm going to walk away from there proud of him, but I know he, he plans on going in there and winning. And and like I said, the last time these two guys got together, my money's going to always be on him. And uh, mm-hmm. even though they're going to lock up this uh, lock him up in this steel cage, I think that's even more re- reason to put money on uh, – on, on Big Damo McCullough. So October 6th at the Ridgely Theater, we all know by now that it's just west of downtown Fort Worth on Camp Bowie Boulevard and Interstate Highway 30. And uh, we're going we're gonna to have a big time on October 6th because we're going to have uh, food trucks. I know for sure Big Dogs is going to be there. I know for sure that Kelly's Onion Burgers is going to be there. Um, from what I've heard, they're going to have a taco truck as well. So get ready for, you know, three food trucks, Starry's ice cream, mm. Martin House Brewing is going to be there. It's going to be a big time. We're all looking forward to it. And like I said, uh, the last couple of times, don't forget that at 7 p.m. They're going to show the docu style, the documentary style of. Uh, documentary of the last year of Matt War Pro uh, leading up to all of this big stuff that's happening right now. Love it. Love it. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, your boy Kev's going to be there and uh, ready to have a good old time. Well, speaking of have a good old time. So the Rangers had a good old time versus the Mets a couple days ago. And uh, we'll, we'll take it, won't we? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I thought in a in- – I think uh, when I've heard kind of how bad that uh, Jose Quintana had been, Jose Quintana. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, it it, it broke up on your last two things that you were saying. Someone would write. Someone someone's calling my phone at eleven twenty two p.m. That's but, why you got to put it on. Yeah, I I know I didn't do it because it doesn't kick me off and no one ever calls me. But I had two consecutive calls right there from Guam. That was calling me from Guam. I don't know anybody. It's a beanie. Guam. It's a beanie coach. It's a beanie coach. <laughs> I remember that story for sure. But you know, what I, I had heard. I had heard Jose Quintana hadn't been very good this year since coming off of the DL, but everything I saw from Jose Quintana, he, he looked pretty good. Right, right. And, and I mean, uh, but he's had a history of being good. So, I mean, just because players play well, major leaguers have pride, you know, like, like I just, it's, it's like you just never want to sleep on anybody ever at the professional level. You know, well, like I, I, cracks me up like and call us a little different but not much you know like it always cracks me up with the strength of schedule like in professional football and these predictions people try to make on these schedules and i'm like man these are pro teams you know you can never Mm -hmm. ever forego a win against anybody that's a professional can't i mean if if quintana would have went out there and shut the rangers out and pitched a no hitter 
He's a professional baseball player. No, and you know what he does, and he does really well, is he, he, he doesn't ever throw anything just right there. Everything uh-huh. he throws is on the edges, and, and if he does throw anything that's anywhere close to the middle of the plate, it's in a situation where you're looking for one thing, and he's throwing you something completely different. And, and you know, I, I think I saw where he hasn't given up – but like one home run since he's been back in his six or seven starts. And, and I think that's the reason why is because he's really, he really does a good job of, of not throwing anything. First of all, nothing straight and nothing just right there. You know what I mean? Because good hitters, you know, good hitters don't miss those pitches. And, uh, you know, he's been, he's been, you know, I mean, a guy that's tough to hit home runs on and a tough guy to square up. And the Rangers had trouble with him last night or two nights ago in, uh, um, in, in New York and they didn't have a bunch of hits. I think they only had three hits off of him. And then the moment that he came out of the game, they brought in, uh, they brought in uh, Smith mm-hmm. and Garver, yep. uh, Drew Smith and Garver takes him deep, like first batter. First batter, uh, <laughs> you know, the, uh, the Rangers, luckily, in the top half of the ninth there, they added one on. And uh, that was like a pretty good little sequence there, I thought, to, to, get, that, to get that around. Um, I thought that was, uh, you know, uh, Garver gets on. Uh, who was it that got on right Grossman. behind him? Grossman. But, yeah, Grossman gets on behind him. And uh, um, then Duran drives them in and you know it's like some like we were talking about earlier probably before the show i can't remember but it's like you you seem like you see moments of them like starting to come out of this thing mm-hmm. and then they still have moments where they're like still trapped firmly in it you know like uh <laughs> you know like i mean like and, and it was really telling it was really telling last night more than it was the night before, but you know they did have the the home run that Chapman gave up in the ninth. Will Smith threw a really nice eighth though. Um, gotta you gotta love it when when Will Smith is getting outs because he's been such a big part of this bullpen all season. Brock Burke was good too. He had a couple of strikeouts in his inning of work, and uh, Stratton came in and uh, got uh, Andrew Heaney out of a jam. Heaney was really good. Over his five and a third. Yeah, that, that was the good Heaney that we talk about. You know, there's good Heaney and bad Heaney. But that was definitely the good Heaney that we got last night. And uh, um, if we're talking about guys, you know, they're, they're, there's that idea that one of him or, or Dane Dunning is going to go to the bullpen if and when Nathan Eovaldi gets healthy. Well, if, if Andrew Heaney's throwing like that, he ain't going to the bullpen, bro. Uh, you're trying right. to get five innings of that. I would take five innings of that over, you know, like not having it. Right. Well, and uh, we kind of started to see a little bit of the chink in uh, Chapman's armor there a little bit, giving up that run there in the ninth. But I got really nothing else on this game except for the the fact that I was shocked that um, Corey Seager didn't get a hit. It seems like he's getting multiple hits every single night out there. Um, But I was happy with this. I love these kind of games with the Rangers, you know, winning close games. Um, on the road, high pressure situation, you know, just, you, you love these kind of wins. Um, the, the not easy ones, but they, they're, they're the kind of wins that you're going to have to have down well, the street. You're playing. In an inter- oh, I'm sorry. Well, in an interview after the game, uh, I heard, uh, Mitch Garver saying that 
that Marcus Simeon kind of pulled the team together um, before the New York series and said, hey, we got to start winning some of these games that are close and we got to start pulling these out and, and kind of, you know, stepping up and being the leader that you kind of needed mm-hmm. somebody like Marcus Simeon to be because the men, like as much as we know that Corey Seager is the best player on this team, he, he's kind of like, uh, 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 in the zone kind of dude, right? Like, I mean, you don't look at him and be like, "Oh, yeah, that guy's definitely the the leader of the clubhouse and all of that." You know, he's a he's a presence in the clubhouse, and you know that he's a big part of why the team is good. But you also know that he's not going to be the guy that's just going to be like, "Hey, everybody, let's get together and have a meeting real quick." You know, like he's going to lead by example. So you got to have a guy like Simeon come in and say, "Hey, look, guys, we gotta we gotta bear down and win these ball." games and that ball that garver hit good god mm-hmm. um uh, what did he's go like, four, 425 feet something like he's that. got a ton of those this year man like he hits missiles dude there's there's no other way to describe what what he does uh at the plate it, it just absolutely just tattoos uh tattoos those things so um well i don't have a smooth transition but you know down on the farm with the boys is our exclusive content. And we have just recently dropped our uh, next 20 list, which is part of our top 40 prospect lists. And that thing is, is available for a dollar 99. You can get the first half. The second half is already in the bag. So we'll be able to drop that thing here. Oh, it should be up before you even hear this. Okay. So the, the, both episodes of the, the top 40 are going to be up by the time you hear this. So if you want to get the exclusive content and hear what who we have is our top 40 prospects in this Rangers organization, it's up. And for $1.99 a month, you can subscribe. That's all it takes. And you get all of your Rangers news from every aspect of this organization, from the minor leagues all the way up through the major leagues. So uh, go to our Spotify page or check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. Oh, one word. And subscribe today. Well, yesterday, um, speaking of the chink in the armor uh, with Araldis Chapman, uh, we, we've already spoken to his struggles as a closer, and those struggles continue. Um, you know, and, and he wasn't really the closer because he got the L, but uh, he's had some struggles here as of late uh, with command. And, uh, you know, he ends up getting the L for this team in a game that really was was hard fought um, back and forth. Both teams really looked like they wanted to win that, I, you know, and hats off to the Mets, man, for like not just rolling over and having some having some pride and, and going out there and fighting it out and uh, getting this win. However, they had to get it. Um, you know, you just it, it, it is what it is. It hurts to lose it. You're happy to win a series. But uh, this one hurts a little bit because now this now we're firmly in second place behind the Astros and the Mariners. And my final thing is, man, Corey Seager, dude, like he is just he's just I don't know if I, you know, I mean, Josh Hamilton's the last guy I can remember that was just this electric at the plate every single time he came up. You could feel the fear in the opposing team every time he came up. And that's how it feels with Seager right now. Yeah, Seager has a, uh, like, I think the last person I can really remember feeling like that. Remember when Christian Yelich that year that the Brewers were going to the playoffs? 
uh-huh. and he was just just on a roll and carrying them through the uh, into the into the playoffs or whatever. That's like the last <laughs> time I can really remember a guy that just. I mean, you know, of course, Aaron Judge last year uh, hitting all the home runs, but like like that fear of God of like just like this dude's gonna do it to us every game, every night. Like I mean, like that's the last time I can really remember like a run like this um, that that sticks out in my head. Um, but yeah, Seager. Uh, I mean, even like, gosh, he came like a, a foot from one night having that ball bounce in and left field and having one more double in that series. But um, it hit his twenty fifth home run in the fourth. Uh, added another single. Uh, on a ball that he just scorched back up the middle. Uh, everything that he hits off the bat comes off h- hard. I mean, he's putting together right, – as of right now, he's like at like 300, 400, 600 mm-hmm. on, his, on his slash. Mm-hmm. Like, that's insane. Yeah. That's like, I mean – Crazy. I mean, it's crazy that what he what he's doing this year. Um, he's a couple of at bats away from getting himself back into the um, uh, leaderboards. And I mean, you just can't say enough about how great Corey Seager has been for the Rangers this year. He's going to hit probably thirty home runs. Did I did I see that like his twelve home runs in August is the most home runs that he's ever put up in a in a particular month in his career? It's just all like put it's all really coming together for Seeger in the in the month of August. Um he might have broke that bat, but nothing's really changed in what he's been doing. <laughs> and I mean uh Adalas Garcia had two RBIs on two uh, on a walk and on a hit by pitch coming up with the bases loaded. And that and that hit by pitch was on a three two count too. So he was gonna get a walk. I mean, he had worked a walk. Um, and both of those times, I believe that he fell down 0-2 in both of those counts, and and worked his way back to a to a, a walk with the bases loaded to to drive in a couple of runs. So nice at bats from him. Uh, just the Rangers are starting to, you know, they're 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 starting to have better at bats. They're starting to get those those big hits that we were talking about that they hadn't been getting lately the Heim two out RBI that drove in a couple in the what was that the top of the eighth after uh, you know I mean you, you really that was huge because you just had Garber ground into the the old one two three double play and you're thinking mm-hmm. man they're gonna they're not gonna get out of this with anything but a tie yeah and then Heim shoots a ball. Uh, into the left center field alley, and they get a couple across there uh, to take that five three lead. And you know, unfortunately, Leclerc couldn't hold on to it. And and uh, DJ, uh, what's his DJ Stewart? He got him pretty good uh, there yeah. in the in the bottom half of the eighth. And uh, you know, just wasn't meant to be. But they got a couple of good strong innings out of, or they got another strong inning in a third uh, or two thirds out of Will Smith tonight. He did uh, have one walk, but he had a couple of strike strikeouts. And, you know, he's any, you know, I mean, regardless of what we think of him one way or the other, I mean, him getting outs is huge in the bullpen. Uh, Chapman didn't look very good coming in with, with the, the runner on second. They put Alonzo on. Once he walked, old dude, it was kind of, 
you know, it's kind of yeah. over. Just couldn't get anything going. And, uh, you know, the, the ghost runner scored there. And the Rangers, I mean, they had bases loaded, nobody out in the top half of the 10th and did nothing with it. And like I said, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you're seeing signs of that good stuff where you know, they got the bases loaded, nobody out. And then signs of that tough stuff. I mean, Heim hits a ball, line drive back up the middle, and Lindor just happened to be standing there. And uh, Jankowski, I mean, honestly, in my opinion, I, I feel like he bailed out that kid pitching for the Mets, uh, um, Brigham or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. Jeff Brigham. I thought he bailed him out. He'd been struggling, couldn't find the strike zone, nothing doing. And Jankowski swinging first pitch and dribbles one right to um, – Pete Alonzo, who's playing in at the corner and, uh, you know, ground ball double play right there. And the Rangers come out of bases loaded, nobody out with nothing. And, yeah, you know, I mean, that, that hurts more than, than to me, uh, oh, mm-hmm. real quick, but to me, that hurts more than the Chapman giving up runs. I, I think you're right. I mean, because you put Chapman in a position, in a tough position there. Um, it, it, I agree. And I, I think when it comes to Jankowski, you know, he's the last guy that you're expecting to ground into a double play. And it's just to see that happen with him. Um, I just kind of wonder, you know, uh, we, we've, we've kind of talked all year and it's not because, I mean, we like Jankowski, like we couldn't, we wouldn't start uh, without him. So I don't, I don't want this to like come across the wrong way, but it's kind of like, you just kind of wonder if maybe the, what is it? The Cinderella, if we're striking, if the, if it's striking midnight, and, you know, it, it may be like, you know, the, 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 the pumpkin, what is it? The, the, the cartons, tur- the carts turn. Yeah. Into this yeah. Yeah. Right. Thing with be- uh, and, and again, like, and, and I'm going to kind of harken back to our conversation a little earlier about off the waiver wire that hurt to have a little bit of insurance there, but um, I digress uh, a tough loss, but again, win the series, we just got to go back next one uh we'll be uh talking about that a little bit more tomorrow uh but you know stay positive rangers fans we are still in there's still a lot of baseball to be played we still have a great manager in bruce bochi so let's keep our heads up let's keep the keep uh, keep positive attitude about it you know this isn't the positive attitude where you stick your head into the sand and pretend like nothing's going right nothing's going you know like everything's going right when it's going right and There's again, a lot going on good here. And you have to remember this is this is year one of what we plan on being a decade long, you know, like turning into a real uh contention of a winner. I mean, you gotta you gotta think. I mean, last year they lost ninety ball games the year before that, they lost a hundred ball games the year before that, they lost ninety plus ball games in twenty twenty, they didn't even look competitive. I mean, so it's been a long time since we've seen good baseball here. And you got to remember, this is year one of and, and you know, remember, Chris Young is learning as well. I mean, like he'll know now that I can't go into this under undermatched or underwhelmed in my bullpen. I have to go in with a strong bullpen. He's I mean, he's a smart guy, man. He, he's going to yep. figure that out. And, you know, I mean, even if this doesn't go the way that we want it to, but like, remember, I mean, this is, they're two and a half games up over Toronto in the wild card and they're in a position right now to play in the playoffs. And, and like we said, you know, if they, if they catch the Mariners in the first round right now, I like that. You know yeah, what I mean? I know I, I'm not complaining. Go ahead. 
I know the Mariners have got a lot of pitching, but I mean, as the playoffs get nearer and and the Rangers staff becomes what you think it's going to be. I mean, I think they're going to be better in the bullpen as well. I, I just, I mean, you know, I, it's not going to be like this forever. It, it, you, you've, you're seeing them come out of it. Now you just got to see, cause the I men prior to last night, the bullpen had been really good in the New York series. So, you know, you just, you, you gotta, it's going to take time and it's still, it's, there's still rough patches. And I mean, the, this is, this is still a, a bad bullpen right now, but it doesn't have to be forever. You saw some good things from Will Smith. That's big. Him starting to come out of it. Uh, it. It sucks that LeClerc couldn't come through last night. But really, overall, this wasn't an awful. This was a. This was actually the best series that they've had in, in quite a while since the first of the month. And you know, you just got to build on it. And you get home and you play the Twins, and you got to go in and you got to beat the Twins because that's a team that. I mean, we watched them last week. And and th- that's a very beatable team. Yep, and you have to beat them. Like there's no, there's no, there's no room. For, there's no margin for error. Uh, for all my football fans out there, I know you're just getting warmed up. Um, you know, you can finally act like football fans because you know this yeah, is the twenty nine games fans, left. Yeah, this is the time of year where where baseball is. That's where ba- where baseball is like that. And so uh, it's t- it's time. You know, like let's and, and but but what I'm also asking is you know be excited. Be happy with what we got going, man. Like, like enjoy this playoff race. Uh, so yeah. Long. And uh, uh, let's 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 enjoy this thing and enjoy every bit of it. Enjoy being a winning team. Enjoy being a team that's that's in it down the stretch. That has a chance at the at really this team has a chance at all. It, it all it at all. Because there's no reason. I mean, it's only going to improve in the future. You're only going to get better as we find out what we've got in these in these farm systems as we get to the uh, to the off season and find out what's available there and what the Rangers can do to 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 bolster not only their bullpen but their rotation and and make this thing a better team and and that's what Seawild do and you got to just have faith that that's what he's trying to do because nothing that he's done here has showed you that anything besides him trying to win. Right, and and, and I'll, I'll take it a step further and say, look, this this team is still built for a run this year, and I think this team can still take the whole, the whole thing. And that's Absolutely. just that's what I'm, that's what we're on board for. That's what we're focused on. That's what we're hoping for. There's, and we're gonna keep we're gonna keep that attitude. Yeah, I mean, you take another series against Minnesota, and you get the the Astros in town, and you got to do what you got to do against the Astros, and and you know I want them to bring that that uh that attitude that they had the last night that they played in Houston to Globe Life this time for for Labor Day and you know that's going to be must watch TV next week I mean Monday Tuesday and Wednesday are going to be big ball games next week and and I love it I can't wait um, so thanks everybody for tuning in uh don't forget to check us Texas Rangers WTV don't forget to check us out on our website texasrangerswiththeboys.com one word, one word. There it is. And uh, on there, you can also subscribe to our exclusive content down the farm with the boys for $1.99 a month. You get all your Rangers minor league news. Top 40 shows on there. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform. And for the 300 pound minimal, this is your boy, Kev. And we are Texas Rangers with the boys. And we are signing out.